Good morning. Welcome to this Tuesday's edition of the show here on 103.5 FMLP. My name is Michelle Turner and I have the good fortune of being the host of the show. And I thank you from the UK to DC to right here in little old New Haven for listening this morning. In the studio with me is Elaine Peters. And we all know Elaine from her many years as being someone in the community who has brought forth today's topic, Kwanzaa. Also in the studio, Marcy Moore and her daughter, Love Teague. Welcome to all of you and thank you for being on the show today. Thank you so much, Michelle, for having us. Yes, thank you. Appreciate it. Elaine, I'm going to start with you because you and I <laughs> have sat in the chair many, uh, many, many a time. Got some history. Yeah, to talk about Kwanzaa. So, unfortunately, I missed last Saturday's celebration. So, can you tell us a little bit about New Haven's Kwanzaa celebration that took place a Saturday a year ago? Okay, well, hello, everybody. Mm, Jambos, which means Jumbo. hello. Uh, what happened is that Saturday, it sounds funny what happened was, <laughs> Saturday was the snowstorm because we all yes. know that snowstorm. And, you know, I've never canceled or postponed a Kwanzaa ever yet. And we've had many snowstorms. But this was different. And the location where we were was Bergamo's Theater. Yes. Um, yes, on Blatchley Avenue. A beautiful place. Rafael Ramos um, let us have the place and, um, you know, we had, uh, you know, all kinds of food coming and everything. And I just was holding on to the last minute. And then finally, you know, people were calling saying they couldn't come, that this happened and that. And so I said, okay, well, we got to postpone it till Sunday. So it was Sunday. Okay. All right. And you got your turnout and. Well, it wasn't as much of a turnout as we wanted it to be, mm-hmm. but. I shouldn't even say, but <clears throat> although it was a very successful program, because I learned long, long, long time ago during my um, um, discipline coming up with Bowen Peters, that no matter where you are and where you perform or what you're doing, you perform and you give all your worth right. to even if it's only one person in the audience. And that's happened to us. We had a, a thing. We were at Carnegie Hall in New York. Um, the Fashion Institute of Design. It was that week. And um, they didn't do, I guess, this selling or marketing or something. This was years ago. It wasn't that great. And that's what happened. So there was only like about four or five people in the audience. So, you know. But this year we had people. It just was seemed like maybe it was the storm and people had things to do that day, the next day, you know, because it wasn't. Yeah, a, they were making up. Right. For, for other things they had to do with other performances. Some of the people that I had to perform had other performances. Some of the vendors couldn't make it because they had other obligations. Mm -hmm. How long have you been doing Kwanzaa in New Haven? (laughs) Um, Well, that's kind of a twofold, threefold, fourfold question because I've been doing Kwanzaa all along. Um, I've been um, doing it with other people. Uh-huh. Um, say you're having an event and uh, you would like uh, you're having a Kwanzaa. So you want me to do something. So I would either be performing, you know, doing something with the dancing, the drums. That's when I was a little younger. You know what I'm saying? You can move around a <laughs> bit better, <laughs> you know, or, um, you know, doing something with, um, um, you know, one of the principals or helping them. How do we light the candles? And they always would ask me, you know what I'm saying? Because I always were doing a Kwanzaa. 
<clears throat> so um, to answer that question, this community community Kwanzaa Association of New Haven has been in existence. This this is the eighth year. Okay. For that, so the, all those other previous years, you know, but for the community Kwanzaa is the eighth year, and um, this year happens to be the fiftieth year of the creation of Kwanzaa, of Kwanzaa. Mm. and so that's why it was so important. Um, I felt, you know, it's always important. I shouldn't say just because, but, you know, <clears throat> I tried to get people in the community to come together so that we could do um, a round robin Kwanzaa and everybody. Because last year, um, Tom Ficklin dubbed it uh, Super Kwanzaa Saturday <laughs> because there was there were several Kwanzas on the same, same day, day. And so he dubbed it Super Kwanzaa Saturday, <laughs> and which was really great. It was brilliant. Um, and everybody was going from one place to the other place, to the other place, to the other place. And the drummers were going crazy because all the same drummers, Gerara, Hanan, you know, Mickey, you know, all the, you know, uh, you know, Billy Fisher, all of them were all trying to get from one place, one to, place the to other. Another. Yeah. So it was, yeah. it was exciting, but it, you know, it was, it was just a rush, you know? So refresh our memories as to what the seven principles of Kwanzaa are. Okay, the Nguzu Saba. So the Nguzu Saba. So we're going to share and talking about these principles. And so um, you'll take the cup, the first couple. I'll take the next couple. How about that? Marcy. So Marcy's going to jump in here. Oh, okay. Well, the principles of Kwanzaa, the Nguzu Saba, with day one, we start with Umoja, which means unity. Umoja. It stresses the importance of togetherness for the family and the community, which is reflected in the African saying, I am we, or I am because we are. Elaine says that to me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Day two is Kuji Cha Hulia. Kuji Cha Hulia. Self-determination requires that we define our common interests and make decisions that are in the best interest of our family and community. And I'm always stressing family and community. Mm. So it's pretty much take yourself out of it. And day three, Ujima, Ujima, collective work and responsibility, reminds us of our obligation to the past, present, and future, and that we have a role to play in the community, society, and world. Okay, so now we have um, day four which is Ujama, Ujama. It's cooperative economics, and that emphasizes our collective economic strength and encourages us to meet common needs through mutual support. So I don't know how you explain this. Like, uh, you know, you have one store over here what, on, down the street, and you have another store on the other side of the street, mm-hmm. um, and maybe the, the, somebody comes to your store and asks for something, um, and they don't have it. So you can send them to the other you store. Refer them, yeah. You refer them to the other store because you're supporting also, your brothers and sisters mm-hmm. in 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 you know, the eco- economic um, growth of the community, you know, not just send them because whose ice is colder, you know. Right. Yeah. So right. We're not going to go there, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And the next one is what is that purpose? It's Nia, Nia, Nia encourages us to look within ourselves and to set personal goals that are beneficial to the community, like myself. I said it in my mind and I say, okay, am I going to be able to do this Kwanzaa this year? 
what's the struggle? What's my barriers? You know, because I have, you know, physical, you know, barriers too. Right. Or where's the community right now? What's going on? Who can I help? Who can I get to help? And so I have to set it in my mind and ask the ancestors, are you going to help me? Is this going to happen? And then I have to have, which is the last one, the faith that it's going to happen. And I keep persevering. Somebody said to me the other day, just yesterday, um, um, uh, Beverly, he's a, Tubby Beverly, he's a performer. And he said, you know, he said, you, he said, I admire that about you, Elaine, because he asked me to do something for him to get in touch. He said, because you said you're straight, you go straight like this, right straight to the, mm-hmm. to your goal, to your direction. And now, and he says, because you're like, you know, you just persevere. But he was almost saying pestering people, but he was saying persevere <laughs> because I will call you several times to say, are you going to do this? Are you going to, mm-hmm. you have to answer. But that's my own personal goal that I set within myself and that's how I refer that too. So Kumba, creativity, and that's my favorite one also too, because it makes use of our creative energies to build and maintain a strong and vibrant community. And so we see that within ourselves within us a lot, especially now. People are uh I don't know, you know, it seems like people have lost their blackness for some reason. I, I don't mm. understand how to say it. I mean I don't really know how to say it anymore. But people have lost their blackness and um, they're like looking for something to latch on again to. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, that comes with the, uh, you know, the commercialization. But maybe we'll get into that we'll later. We'll get into that a little You know, later. but um, it's, it's, it sounds, it feels like that's what it is. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, everybody wants to do African dance. So everybody's on African dance, you know. But why is that, Elaine? Why do you so, think I, that folks have, quote, lost their blackness, end quote? I, I don't that's what I don't understand because I feel like okay, this is part of the reason why I should read the last one though first and then answer that question. Day seven is Imani and that's faith and faith is This is love coming on. Somebody's gotta put a microphone to her. Faith is Faith focuses on honoring the best of our traditions, jaws upon the best in ourselves and helps us strive for a higher level of life for humankind by affirming our self-worth and confidence in our ability to succeed a true and rightest struggle. Good job. Right. Thank you, love. That was great. Yeah, so getting back to the losing of the blackness, but I think it's like a lot of people want to latch on to um, um, who they are because they've lost, you know, you know, we've lost who we are, our identities. And we have to remember, and I always say that, remember what we have forgotten to remember. Mm. Uh, and I'm going to keep saying that so people understand what I'm saying. They don't really get it when I say remember what you have forgotten to remember, you know, so. In saying that, I'm saying, like, people were, this is why, the reason why, one of the reasons, I suppose, I've never met him, he created it, because it has, so so that we have something of our own, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so that we can say, you know, I'm black and I'm proud. You're talking about Ron Coringa, correct? Yes, right. Out of California? Yes. Who created Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. And this is the 50th, so I believe that's why... He did that because it's a it's an affirmation. It's a confirmation mm-hmm. of who we are as of our rich cultural heritage, um, ancestry and and our magic and our power, you know, and our people and a belief in our people and how we were 
and how we are and how we are going to be. So how does one practice Kwanzaa? Okay, Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa is, all right, so Kwanzaa is practiced simply. Anybody can do it. Um, and a lot of times now in school, they just, they have what they call Chris Mahana Kwanzaa. Is there, you know about that Chris Mahana Kwanzaa? Chris Mahana Kwanzaa is Christmas, Kwanzaa, I mean Hanukkah, and, and Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa wrapped up and rolled into mm-hmm. one. So that's what, how people usually celebrate it. And they attach it. And I really don't really particularly like how they are attaching it to that. But it's, you know, it's, uh, what do they call it? The trending? It's mm-hmm. trending. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so... You take, well, all right. So if you have, uh, you know, like how some you have straw mats you have on the placemats, mm-hmm. or even if you don't have one, you have a little candle holder that has seven holes in it. Mm-hmm. And you have to find those candles, three red, one black, and three green. And because why? Because red stands for the blood that we've shed, the people that have come before us, and the blood so the ancestors. And the ancestors. And the black is for the people, and the green is for the land that we fight for that you have your freedoms on. And uh, and then you can have it celebrated different ways at home, but like in school, they just breeze over it. And so a lot of children and youth and young people, they still, they know they've heard of it, oh, because it's sort of kind of like, oh, I've heard of it, but I don't know. I, they don't really want to ask. They're afraid to ask mm. because if you don't know, you, they'll feel like, you know, they don't, they're, they're looked upon a certain way if you don't know what Kwanzaa really is. So anyway, so you can just celebrate it like that and you can have um, your family, it's your family coming together um, and sharing stories. It's the foods that you bring to the table. It's the gifts that you make and create by hand that make a difference because, um, this young lady is going to say something here about that. How she feels about Kwanzaa. Because my name is love, Kwanzaa means love. I like the faith principle and getting to make and getting seven handmade presents for seven days with my mommy. And so that's part of what it's about to mm-hmm. the family and to encourage the family to read books, to gather the information and the knowledge, to gather around and tell stories. It's like the same old story that you hear at Thanksgiving or something. And you say, and it, but everybody laughs because everybody you know, knows that it's a right. good story. But it's stories of our past that bring us together closer for our future. And, and it's also the foods that we eat. So on the table, you would have... Um, the green candles, green, red, black, and green candles. You'd also have corn maize because the corn represents the children. It represents the many kernels of the children, and the seeds will be planted, and they'll grow and have more seeds. Um, and then you have fruits, and like peppers, um, green peppers, red peppers, uh, sweet potatoes, the yam. You know, maybe they have the African yam. Some mm-hmm. people don't have that. Um, and uh, the foods that we eat, like black-eyed peas, um, um, the greens, um, if you're vegetarian, of course, you have the vegetables, you know, all things that are healthy and good for you um, because there's always a feast at the last day. There's a feast when everybody comes together. But since we only have one day to do the Kwanzaa, we try to fit everything, do everything in. Yeah. And it's a kind of a long program, but I think it, everybody gathers and gets together. Now, other people in the community are doing Kwanzaa now too. So you know that, right? Yes, I know that. So going back to 
people losing their blackness. Oh, do you yeah. think do you think that has something to do with why folks aren't supporting Kwanzaa like they once did? Is it the same kind of idea going hand in hand? You know what? I noticed that okay, like last year. Last year we had the the walls were busting out. We had almost 200 people at one point, mm-hmm. at one point in the place, not just coming in and out. And um, it was at the Afro-American Cultural Center. And, you know, I have a, I do have a following of people. I just found yeah, that who, out, and I don't like to say that, but there was a following of people that come to the Kwanzaa. Mm-hmm. But it seemed, like, it seemed like because there were so many, I don't know, but it seemed like this year there was a lack of interest in Kwanzaa itself. It's like, oh, Kwanzaa, okay, well, yeah, uh, you know, well, I'll go to been this. Been there, done that. Yeah, I've been there, I did it once, or I'll go to I'll go to this other festival over here because they're giving out this, or they're giving out something for the kids, or giving out some, you know, toys, or I'll go to this other thing over here. Because it's, they still have to remember it's the values and the principles of the seven, um, seven days, seven days the seven that principles. mean something. Yeah. You know, that have to we have to really latch on to that because it goes back to how we were raised, you know, and we want to leave something for the young people. So, you know, I'm going to keep on going. And even if it's only a couple of people that uh, that that latch on and go off and do something else. Now, I'm happy there was part of my vision to create and to create this Kwanzaa to have people continue it to spread it out Mm -hmm. to go and do other things Mm -hmm. but not just to have kwanzaa just to be having it you know because now i'm seeing on the facebook this one's having kwanzaa and that one's having kwanzaa you know and it's part of another thing i don't you know but i don't know how they're going to run it because i haven't been there yet so so you're saying it's it's more or less um, getting commercialized commercialized and popular as opposed to exactly dealing with its purpose Marcy, what's your feeling on that? Well, my feeling is, you know, Kwanzaa is about the community. I do not mind the fact that there are people that latch on because to me, replication is the best form of appreciation. Mm -hmm. When you're doing something good and somebody latches on and does the same thing, you must be doing it very well. My only problem with it is when they, um, you know, add on things that are not community related. I think, you know, uh, we Such have one. Such as when you, no, when you talk about not that. Not community related. I mean, um, when I say commercialized, where it's honoring someone specific uh-huh. or where it's one group specifically saying, you know, this is our Kwanzaa. Mm-hmm. Because Kwanzaa is not about me, you, I. And that is what's happened. It has happened where the Super Kwanzaa Saturday that she mentioned, there were some that were our group did it better than this group. Kwanzaa's not about that. Mm-hmm. So we've got it wrong. We got it wrong. And I have no problem with, you know, telling people that they got it wrong. So in a way, I'm kind of happy that some of those did not take place this year. And I wish they would feel free to come to us and we all come together and mm-hmm. rent out the Schubert and do it right mm-hmm. with the community involved. I think what we do have coming up is the best, best, it's just a combination where Black Wall Street is meeting Kwanzaa, mm. which is what Kwanzaa is about. We're 
we're reviving the community. There might be two or three people that have jewelry, but it won't matter because she might have pink and you might not. Right. But I bet you the people there will say, go over there. She's got pink. I don't have it today. Right. And that's what, you know, Kwanzaa is to me. And then, you know, now there's a lot of invitations being offered that to me, because it's commercialized and people are realizing that they need more education on Kwanzaa in order to do it successfully, being extended to Elder Peters, which I'm, I'm excited to hear that she's actually getting invitations where she should have been getting them in the beginning and not just being asked, you know, to come and do five minutes. Mm-hmm. So that's where I feel that, you know, we are not lacking because there are people out there that still want to do it but they need to understand that maybe they don't like something about someone, but they have knowledge that they want to share with you regardless. Mm -hmm. And if you want to learn how to do something properly, you go to someone that's been practicing it for years and years and teaching it for even more. So thank you, Marcy. I appreciate mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that stems what she's uh, saying too, is also stemming from um, um, the, well, since I've spoken to you last, I've I've received my certification in African spiritual technology. Yeah, I was I was gonna say the elder, that's new. Well, Is it not? Well, okay. Am um, I wrong? Well, <laughs> she did multiple things, and she's actually being humble right now. But she I, she she did multiple things in this one year. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um. Because I belong to an African village upstate New York called East Coast Village, and uh-huh. I've been practicing this for a long time, which some people are black people misconstrued with being voodoo or something like that. Or, but mm-hmm. it's our blackness and our, our ways that we have to remember to, that we have forgotten to remember. Um, and uh, I was honored this year by Hanan, Hamim, and Diane Brown, and a few others that I'm not sure about her mom, Um and three of us were honored um, in downtown the International Festival of Arts and Ideas. Yes. And, um, you know, myself, I was, I received a basket that was for my medicine and a staff uh, elder stick and a, um, um, a what is it, mud cloth. Mm-hmm. Um, but us, we all received something, but that was what I needed. So, but I try to give the medicine, the medicine is the knowledge to the people and you know when I do this, they're 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 looking and they're un- they're listening, um, but they I don't think they're really deeply understanding. And what Marcy was saying about they're honoring different people in the community or how their their people are doing this, but I'm getting to the root of really what the Kwanzaa is about. Mm-hmm. It's about our African um um historical and ancestry mm-hmm. um piece and the message that that holds within them. And the message that they have to awaken up within themselves so that they can send it and spread it out. You know, the roots, uh, you know. So. so how do you send that message out, Marcy or Elaine? How do you do that? Well, I just got to keep going. Like she said, the people have been asking me um, and I don't know how many minutes I'm having. But, you know, and it's like, well, um, they don't want me to do this. They don't want me to spray or they don't want me to, uh, you know, uh, spread the um, whole spread. The, um, the 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 blessed ash because that's like ooh. you think you, you, you understand what I'm saying and so <laughs> yeah. I have to really come back and explain to them and teach them what the cosmology yeah, is what about that means. because it's not it's not um um evil uh, uh, horoscopically mm-hmm. in the in the in the cosmos in the universe mm-hmm. we have the ancient Greek mythology 
But then we have our ancient right. ancestry. Mythology. And this is what I want you to yeah. dig, man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is what I want you to get up on. This is what's up. You know what I mean? Right. And so that's what I'm trying to show to people then. Well, you know, for me, I just show people with the things that I've been through, how I'm a lot more peaceful than I used to be in my learning on not only, you know, what Kwanzaa means, but all of the principles being so deeply planted in my life and my daughter's life that, you know, there are things that could be coming at us and they could look at us and go, why are they not, you know, falling apart? And a lot of it is because we have faith. We have self-determination. We have purpose. And because we know that to get to something, just like anything you do with faith, there has to be a little bit of rock. You know, there's four or five. Sometimes you got to get through seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 things before you can actually get to what you're really getting to. open that door. But when you get to that door, you have reason to rejoice. And it's important to know that that doesn't just come from you being a being on this earth. You really have to pull that from people that may not be here anymore. I have an aunt, you know, that I lost. Not really, it, it's been a while, but it really has not. It feels like it's yesterday. Mm-hmm. And knowing that, you know, her spirit is with me every day and that she's an ancestor now is a lot better than just saying she's gone. Mm-hmm. You know, she's with me more now than she's ever been because I understand how that works now. So it's really important to know that if you feel like you're losing something, why are you losing it? And you can take the simple principles of Kwanzaa every day and replace that energy that you feel like you lost if you just pay attention Mm -hmm. because it's right there for you. It's around you. The answer is there. And if you're not looking for it, you might not want it to tap you on the shoulder. You want to be able to just reach out and say, okay, guide me. It's that and, you, and you have to be open. Your mind mm-hmm. and your spirit and your body has to be open to our African ancestry mm-hmm. and knowledge. Because, you know, I, I don't like to say it. I grew up with uh, a picture, well, well, you know, uh, Kennedy, Prince, President Kennedy and uh, white, uh, white, blonde hair, blue eyed Jesus on my wall where I was living also too. And that's what I knew, you know, until I started learning. Uh-huh. But fortunately for me, the family that I was raised in, um, we, I experienced other things and we learned other things and, you know, and I, and I, and other information came to me. So I knew at an early age, plus who I am from my family being from right. Barbados and and then being from um from Africa, different parts of Africa. So I knew all those things already. So I had a proudness about my cultural heritage and being already, which others tried to put me down and bully you, you know, because you know something and it's because they don't know it. They tried to antagonize you because, you know, they they don't have the capacity to open themselves up to let it absorb into them. So what would you advise young people? Because Obviously, this has to start at a certain age. You've started it with your daughter. Mm-hmm. How do you get young people to really understand how important the principles can be in their life? Well, for me, I think, <laughs> you know, there's always there's always a gimmick. And not saying a gimmick that way, but saying gimmick like um, the hook. 
Yes. Um, you have to have, yes. you know, the, even in a song, there's the hook, that Correct. line that you want to sing over and over again. That's the gimmick. That's the thing that gets you, oh, yeah, let me get back to that. Let me get back to that. Right. Well, that the hook for us is, as uh, 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 elders or people in the community, is to um, find something that the young people are interested in and have it come there with a, either with the Kwanzaa is. That's where I can start. That's where I know. So if I invite young people as much as I can, like we had the rope rockers, they did mm-hmm. their thing. And, you know, um, some other um, young folks in, during the years, you know, that do a lot of different things. So their parents and their, their, their cousins or their, uh, their, their friends, their peers come. And so there's a lot of young people there. So you can tell them and it has to be repetitive over and over and over again mm. and have something and, and, and ex, uh, examples of the principles and what they are doing and let them see that, oh yeah, well, oh yeah, this does make sense. This is what I'm doing. And I'm, you know, uh, one of the principles and they ex- understand it that way, but it's a repetitive over and over again. And so, like I said, this year I didn't feel the response and I was like, you know, look, I, I, I wrote something on Facebook. I don't know if you saw it, Marcy. I said, look, you know, this is for you guys, the community. I am not in charge. My ancestors are in charge. And they said, do this. They told me to do this, to send this message out. Because I wasn't even getting any calls for any donations. I wasn't getting any calls for, you know, volunteers. Like, usually, you know, there is that help. Mm-hmm. And it's from the community. I couldn't, you know, get, um, I call different people from here, from there. That I usually call. I said, well, you know somebody, if you cannot, can you send some, send me mm-hmm. on the path to health Somebody that I can get this things for because it's for the community. I'm not getting it for myself, you know. And um, you know, and then it was a lack of uh, um, response. There was a few people that in our my our little core group that were not able to help mm-hmm. and that weren't well themselves. Like Miss Gloria, um, we miss Miss Gloria. Yeah, um, she's been having a hard time taking care of some folks that have cancer. And she's doing a wonderful job, um, but you know it's you know, shout out to Miss Gloria because yeah, she Gloria. was here last year. Yes. Yeah, we yes. miss you. We miss you, Gloria. <laughs> and you know, and uh, you know, different people have you know gone on to do the other things, but they have to remember that it's the community. So that's what I'm saying. The commercialization is like, oh well, you know, it's Kwanzaa, so like you know, well, we really don't have to do this because they're not understanding. Well, it's like it's not a fad. It ain't going mm. away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not going to yeah. be like, you know, we wearing this um, Uggs like the last couple of right. years, but we ain't wearing them this year because we got smugs. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it ain't happening. Yeah. Well, you know, and I posted, we're speaking about posts and I posted, I was very discouraged when I saw, you know, that a young teenage young lady put, I don't do Kwanzaa. And like, you could read the attitude in the post, What? you know? And I said to myself, I said, this is unfortunately, you know, I work with teens with all my right. groups. So, you know, I, I reached out to her and explained to her. I said, you don't do Kwanzaa. I said, what, why don't you do Kwanzaa? I said, well, you know, you don't get no gifts or nothing like that. I said, you get seven handmade gifts that are from somebody's heart. Right. And she was like, oh, sense. I didn't know that. So then I explained to her about the, you know, each principle. And she has a greater understanding. Mm-hmm. You know, if that is the only person that I reached this year, I've done my job. Mm-hmm. Right. Even if it's okay. That's but, all right. She took the post down and she said she was going to, you know, enlighten some friends. Do more friends. research, yeah. Because the thing about it is that if you don't know about something and you're so used to the commercialized part of it, you think that Christmas is being taken away. But you know what? 
I, I'm a little different with the three holidays being, I, I don't even know what Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever they call it. Christmas, Hanukkah, I'm a little Kwanzaa. different with that because I want my daughter to know about everybody and how they celebrate everything mm-hmm. as much as she can. Mm-hmm. And then that way she'll always have an appreciation and never be able to say, well, I don't do something. Right. Because, right. you know, her dad is Muslim. He doesn't do Christmas, but he appreciates that I do Christmas and he mm-hmm. does it a different way. She just mm-hmm. got seven pr- presents, you know, last week because that's just how he does it before or after Christmas. So I just said, well, you know, that's all right. As long as she understands that dad's different. Right. You know, but the more that these children can learn about all different types of holidays mm. and cultures, it's like at the, at some point we're going to have to just English and Spanish are going to be our primary language. And we're going to have to get that third language to even get a job soon mm-hmm. when you think about it, because the real melting pot is in the community and us as a people. And I'm talking black people. We really, really have to reach out to one another and stop doing the crab thing. Stop doing the crab thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not pulling on nobody unless I'm pulling them up. And love's not pulling on nobody, at least around me, unless she's pulling them up. And a lot of black folks don't understand that because those um, Willie Lynch letters and that way that they broke human beings and broke the spirit back in the slavery days, we still have that mentality no matter if even, and, and it is really, I don't want to get into anything political because Kwanzaa is neither a religious or, or a political, political holiday. holiday. And I stress that all the time, <laughs> you know, but this this, this new person that's coming in um, starts with a capital T or maybe a small T, um, you know, and he's going to be coming in and things are going to be changing. And we're going to have to, these young people are going to have to stand up and pull together as a community and really unite, you know, you know, really unite each other because like she said, pulling each other down and everybody's like, well, you so, well, I don't like, you know, what, and you know, when I, I ain't got time for all that, that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. It's not going to work because we're going to be in trouble. The, he, the, the, the rug is going to be sliding up underneath the, you know, children with families, you know, children, uh, you know, that need housing, all mm-hmm. those kind of things like that. And we're going to really have to, Come to, I'm commending um, the thing that's going on now with uh, Jeanette Morrison and the mm-hmm. Q House is going to finally come together because in some young people's lifetimes, they hear about the Q House, but they don't know anything about the Q House really meant to us and what it was for the community. It was our community. Everybody from everywhere went to the Q House or the Boys and Girls Club, you know, or, you know, the Teen Center mm-hmm. and they had places to go. And so, you know, I'm really looking forward to that. And um as a matter of fact, I'm going to put in my dibs to do the first Kwanzaa there. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Okay. It's important for our teens to actually see that. Something like back at the Q house where that many teenagers could be together and there not be any drama. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and getting back to that, I just, I just can't wait for them to see that it actually can happen. Because right now, our kids are afraid of the, themselves. I have kids that are will sit at home because you're like, I'm not going anywhere with any mm-hmm. of my peers because I feel like this, that, and the other. I said, well, you know what? Then you need to start the revolution on that. Mm-hmm. You know, don't sit there and complain about it. Are you going to do something about it? Don't go online on your game. I need you to get offline. Human. Mm-hmm. Human contact. Human I've started contact. shutting yeah. down my yeah. Facebook. I, started, I, I literally posted again today. I do not have Facebook on any of my phones. I do not have Messenger. And I'm getting ready to shut, find now, a way to block all my text, text messages. I don't know about that text because this is a text queen right no. there. <laughs> I'm, I know I'm not the text. I will. I will block all of that because it's time for people to start. And guess what? I'm changing my number. So you really want me? You're going to find me. 
Mm, and that true. is going to be what I'm going to do. And I've already started with my Facebook and Messenger taking it off of all of my phones. So now you're on Facebook. Normally you can grab me. You, now you can't do that. So wait till I block my text messages and stop answering those because I've already changed my number. Like 30 days and my number will be changed and I'm not giving it to anybody till they find me. And wow. it's really hard to get the young people interested and engaged. It's really is hard. So with this Kwanzaa, though, I am commending uh, Sonny Chi and his Ice to Beef um, young people because um, we only had a few rehearsals and they were the show and they really pulled it together. Um, but, you know, the thing Are is that the kids... Are you going to use them again? Yes, we're going to do them. We're going to do again because I'm... My other journey and my other vision is to have a company um i spoke about it already a couple of years ago but at the time wasn't then i think it's now um they have a company that uses the strengths of people that are in the community if you can sing if you can act if -hmm. you can do a little bit of movement if you can do both if you can put some uh some words together so and i have stories to tell that i have learned and see everybody was getting into this african african uh, traditional african thing but my heritage is Caribbean, and I've always kept that. Everything I do, I have Caribbean in it, Afro-Caribbean. I have Afro-Caribbean in everything I do. So I am doing stories and you know, that's going to re- relate and reflect on our community through the stories that I have learned. And I want to give those stories to our youth, to our community, so that they can have something that they can have, that they can have later and they can mm-hmm. reflect on, like um, Proverbs. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always a moral to the story and the children will be able to do this and the adults and there'll be stories because people have gotten away from stories now when they do, they just do excerpts and they just do the dance and they do the thing. And so like, okay, well, well, okay, that was nice, but what does it mean? You know, so I have to have some things that have meaning and, and present that. And that's part of my purpose, my calling. So if someone is interested in joining Community Kwanzaa. Oh, yes. How does one get in touch with you and how do they get ready for Kwanzaa? How do they prepare to be a part of your organization or do they just show up to a meeting? Okay, well, we haven't had, well, after the Kwanzaa, things kind of shut down a little bit because everybody's tired. But listen, (laughs) I'm on Facebook. There was a Community Kwanzaa page and if you are interested in being volunteering to be on part of the committee, because we need new, fresh, young blood to the com- to the to the commu- to the um, to the committee, um, because like it's just, you know, and mm-hmm. it's basically and it's just too much. And I, I'm not going to break it. I'm going to keep on going. So, you know, I'm going to keep pulling the wagon no matter how many people fall off of it. But, you know, I'm going to keep trying to pull that wagon so I, you know, if you want to, my number is where? Where was my number? It's all over Facebook. It's everywhere. My number is everywhere. Okay, and and you can join the community Kwanzaa page. If you can find Masi, you can get her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, on Diamond Tree and uh, um, Majestic, they B-Wack. have BWAC. Um, BWAC has its own place now at the five forty one Whaley Avenue. There you go, oh, and um, and the uh, the um, Black Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a place. 184 is it 184 184, Dixwell Dixwell Avenue they're gonna have you know like uh entrepreneurs can come there and and do the awares so January 1st New Year's Day they're having a Kwanzaa um and they're asking me to do something there and also we cannot forget the city hall um city hall um and the black and hispanic caucus do something every year which Mm -hmm. I believe that theirs is the longest running um one so as to speak as of 
you know, public one yeah. as of yet. And that's the day after Christmas to 26th. That's a Monday. And I believe it starts at six o'clock and they have wonderful performers. Now, like she said, they have asked me to do, uh, do the invocation. Um, and so I will try to impart the knowledge that I have to give to somebody. And they also have a feast at the end and theirs is very nice. Not as long as mine. <laughs> Not as long because we have it, you know, we have it like three or four hours. People right. say, well, why is it so long? But there's always something to do. And this year, Dorina Bubakar, she came. But like I said, the the weather played a big part yeah. in it. You know, the weather played a big part in it. So, but next year will be um, the eighth, the ninth year. And so hopefully by the time, by the time uh, the Q House is built, we will be celebrating 10 years of Community Kwanzaa. And we'll be able to do our first Kwanzaa at the Q House, or at least community Kwanzaa like we're supposed to be. That's what, you know, Mm -hmm. other people coming in too. Marcy, any thoughts? Yep. I just envision that actually um, being able to have Kwanzaa on our 10th year for an hour a day on each principal to really be able to teach the community and be able to give the community incentive to learn each principle. Mm-hmm. You know, even if we have to do something where here, you're certified in Kuchi Chagulia, you know, just, mm-hmm. just something like with a little, uh, not a gift, but a certi- certification that, you know, you're, you're certified in that one principle. So maybe on that seventh day and New Year's Day, we have a great graduation of the people that joined us for those seven days. But that's my vision that's a good for Kwanzaa. Idea. That's my vision for Kwanzaa. And anybody, you know, if you steal it, make sure you call us. Yeah. <laughs> and in the school systems also, too. I, I thought about mm-hmm. having something in the school system, maybe like what Kwanzaa means to you or how, you know, uh, you know how you celebrate Kwanzaa, you know, and having a, you know, like a little uh, write-up thing, you know, mm-hmm. like the little thing and the kids could maybe have a contest or something so that there's interest. But, you know, all heads are changing and everything is changing the school system and the, you know, people in Dr. Mills not there. And, you know, so it's a lot of different things that are changing. But this is the this is the change. So, you know, every once in a while, you know, the years change and the path has to go another way. And you have to be able to uh, step off that mountain with faith and follow yes. that path. Yes. And by the way, Dr. Mills is back as interim. Oh, superintendent. oh, 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 really? Yes. Oh, that just happened. Uh, a couple of weeks ago. Okay, I th- I was hearing something about it. Yeah, but yeah, I wasn't sure if it was actually final. happened. Wow, that's great. That's, that's great. happened. So awesome. you, make it, you may get to maybe do something. Do something. There you go. I put it out to the universe. I opened my mouth. You know, now they say closed mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hungry, <laughs> hungry. No. <laughs> Elaine Peters, Marcy Moore, and Love Teague. I want to thank you for coming on and talking about Kwanzaa today really made a difference for me and I'm sure it's going to make a difference for quite a few people. So thank you. I really do appreciate you being here. Elaine taking her annual seat, especially it's always good to see you. Oh, is this going to be annual? Okay. Now I got that. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Michelle, I appreciate that. I appreciate because the message needs to get out there. Yeah. And yeah, um, yeah, the message needs to get out there and media is, is the, is the way to go. You know, that's the hook. That's what they tell us. (laughs) But I thank you all for being here today. Thank you. Appreciate you being on the show. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. I hope you, Miss Love T, particularly start to or continue to practice practice the principles of Kwanzaa. You got to say yes. 
<laughs> and she's very creative because she sings. And what does she sing? She uses the kumba. Say what you sing. Really quick, because I got a minute. Quick. She doesn't want to sing. It's okay. Tell, Marcy, it's fine. The, the children's choir? Okay. Oh, the United Girls Choir. Yeah. United Girls Choir. That's okay. what she sings. All right. Okay. Thank you all for being here this morning. Appreciate you. Appreciate your time. And for my friends in the UK and DC and South Carolina, thank you for joining in this morning. This has been the show.